Good morning, everybody. It's just such a privilege to uh, share with you the healing power of God, part two. And I want to start today with the scripture that we ended with last time. And that's Second Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. And it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And this is so vitally important that we look at the scripture and understand fully what it says, because this is such a key and a clue in the area of healing, in, in so many other areas, but today we're focusing on healing. And so as we understand fully what the scripture is saying, we will then be able to apply the full truth of this word. And so I want to start off with a spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. One thing we need to understand is that fear is a spirit. And as such, it loves to mess with us. It loves to mess with our minds and get us out of faith. And we need to recognize this, especially in the area of healing. As soon as something attacks our bodies or attacks our minds, fear accompanies it straight away to try and get our thoughts into a negative cycle and out of faith. It is a spirit, and we need to recognize it as a spirit. It is not a holy spirit. It is not a God spirit. It is actually a demonic spirit. Now, fear comes in various forms. First of all, fear is false evidence appearing real. And how we see this in um, sickness and things like that, as soon as we feel a twinge or we get a pain, what fear does is it tells us that this must be very bad. If we get a headache, then it's brain tumors. If we get a pain somewhere else, well, it must be cancer. You get a little sniffle, well, it must be something bad, COVID or something like that. It is false evidence appearing real. And that's what fear likes to do. Then it does suggestions. Fear will come to you and say, well, I think maybe because you or because you didn't do X, Y, and Z, something awful is going to happen. And the fear just starts to put these things into our minds and take us down a real bad way. Then, of course, traumatic situations. Fear is very real there, and we need to be able to recognize it so that we can allow the healing power of God into those traumatic situations. Another way fear operates is through accusation. You're not good enough. You're not strong enough. You're not able to. You're not wise enough. And sometimes it even gets to the place where it's now saying to you, you are the problem. That is why this is happening. And fear is one of those horrendous things that once it starts, it will try and escalate and get you deeper and deeper and deeper into the quagmire of what fear is. The reason that fear does this is to get us to go down a path 
um, that has been suggested by either the devil, the evil one, one of his demons, or by a person who is not being led by the Spirit of God. And if, they can, if the spirit of fear can do that to us, get us in its grasps and in its grips, we're not going to be able to stand and receive all that God has for us. The only time that fear can be positive, however, is when it spurs us onto positive action and to diligently find out the truth. Truth is what sets us free. And so when fear is there, I want to say to you practically, you need to find out what is fear saying to you? What is it causing you to do? What's happening in your mind? Where is it taking you? What is the path that it wants you to get on? Because as you can see that, then you can start to challenge it and say, no fear, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to turn again to the word of God and see what my heavenly father says about you. And so what is our Heavenly Father say about this? Well, we know what He has not given us, and that's He's not given us that spirit of fear. It does not come from Him. Amen. Amen. Yes. What He has given us is a spirit of power. Power is the ability to do more, the ability to win battles, to give energy to something. That's what power is. And He's given us the spirit of power. We have the Spirit of God who gave the resurrection power to the body of Jesus that raised him from the dead and brought him out of the pit of death and hell. That's that same power that God says he's given to us. He's given us the Spirit of power. What, it, what does it entail? It entails the power of healing. It entails the power of words, the power of changing situations that don't line up with God's word, the power of speaking to mountains and seeing them move, the power of speaking to our bodies to line up and receive what Jesus Christ has purchased on the cross. There are times where we need to speak to our bodies and say, this is what Jesus purchased for you. This is your um, gift, your right as a child of God. This is what Jesus has given to you. So body, line up with that. Submit to the healing power of Christ. Don't submit to the rest. Power is also the power to declare and believe that we are protected by the Word of God. There's so many scriptures that talk about the protection of God. And we have the spirit of power to help us move into that. Let's have a look at Matthew chapter 9, verses 5 to 8. This is Jesus when, he is, um, when they've brought to him a cripple who was not able to walk. And he says, For which is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, arise and walk. But that you might know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, arise, take up your bed and go to your house. And the paralytic arose and departed to his house. Now when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God who had given such power to men. 
Are you hearing that? This power to arise and walk that the paralytic received was the power of God given to men. And it's been given to you and to me. So today I want you to think about this. I want you to begin to meditate on it. And I want you to begin to receive it in a deeper measure than you've ever received it before. Let's go on to the next thing that God has given us. The spirit of love. The love of God is so immense, so powerful, and so personal. God made us so he knows how to keep us healthy and how to heal us when we're not healthy. He made every single part of you. He um, formed you. He put you together in your mother's womb just the way he wanted you. He knows how our bodies work and what is good for them, and what is not. He will guide you as to how to take care of your body, what to put in it, and what not to. Not because he's a spoil sport, and he doesn't want you to have fun with all sorts of things, but because of his infinite love for us. And the spirit of love has come upon us and in us to be able to move us forward in the area of healing. The Lord says in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 23, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from before your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health for all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, For out of it springs the issues of life. Now the heart is where love kind of emanates from. When we talk about love, we always put an emoji, a nice big red emoji that'll just pump out there to say how much we love somebody. And this is what God has given us in in our hearts. This His spirit of love. And He says... That his words that he wants us to put in our hearts with the spirit of love, they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. This is a love declaration of God over you so that you having the spirit of love can start declaring it over yourself. God says his word is health to my flesh and it's life to me. And so we begin to receive that. I want you to take that and meditate on it and receive it. Search God's word and see what it is that God has put in his word that pertains to healing, pertains to the health and the protection and the provision that he's given for us. Because as you seek them, as you search Um, for them and you put them together and you start declaring them over yourself, you're going to see that word work mightily in you. You need to bathe and breathe in his presence. Open your heart to receive his love for you and let his healing presence, his rivers of living water make a major difference in your life. Let's look at Jeremiah 33, verse 6. God says here, Behold, I bring health and healing. Two things there, 
health and healing. Healthful and your body's doing well and everything's going well. And we can walk in that and we can continue to declare it because God has said it, I will bring health. But if something happens and we're not healthy anymore, what does God bring? He brings healing. That spirit of love that he's given us encourages us that his love is such that he's brought both health and healing. I will heal them and reveal to them the abundance of peace and truth. Now that brings us to the third thing that God has given us, and that's the spirit of a, of a sound mind. When our minds are confused, worried, or full of fear and, uh, and doubt, then they are not sound at all. But God says he's given us the spirit of a sound mind. Peace is what you need in a time of pain and uncertainty. The peace of God which passes all understanding. It's this peace that will keep your heart and your mind and your physical body in the knowledge and the love of God. It's when we allow that peace to transform our minds out of fear into the truth of God's word. Um, this is the sound mind. This is the word of God. This is the space that will keep your mind from all the negative thoughts, all the fears, all the pain, and it'll help you to keep focused on the Lord. And so I want to encourage you to step into that. Talk to yourself and say, I have a sound mind. God has given me the spirit of a sound mind. I can think clearly. I can receive peace. I can receive um, the truth of what God has done for me. Even when the diagnosis from the medical world is serious and bleak looking. I want to speak into that right now because there are people who are listening, who have family members who themselves are struggling right now. Even when the, the, the declaration of the medical um, world has not been positive on your life, or even when well-meaning friends, when you tell them, well, this is happening to me, they ignorantly share stories and things like that that make you even more depressed and even more fearful because they say, oh, yes, that reminds me of so-and-so, and that didn't end well for so-and-so, and they tell you all of these stories. No, we don't have to submit to that. We don't have to walk in that because God has marvelous words to counteract those things that have been declared over us. Let's have a look at one of the powerful messages in God's Word. Psalm 112, verse 1 and verse 7. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments, meaning his words. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting the Lord. So as we allow that sound mind to get us back into the truth of God's word, God promises us here he will not be afraid. We will not be afraid of evil tidings, of bad news. We don't have to fear it because God has got something far more for us and he wants to minister it to us. Then let's look at Psalm 107 verse 19 to 21. 
Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distress. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men. And as we start to meditate on this, find testimonies of people who have been healed, testimonies of what God has done in other people's lives, and meditate on that. Meditate on the Word. Think about all the different scriptures, all the different healings that Jesus did. There are so many healings right throughout the Bible, from the Old Testament right through to the New Testament, into the Acts of the Apostles. All over the place, you see healings. So get that going in your heart. Get it going in your mind, because God has given you the power of a sound mind. Jesus is the reason that you can know without a shadow of a doubt that these promises are for you. Matthew 4 verse 23 and 24 says, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics, and paralytics, and he healed them. Amen. This is Jesus. Now, I want to tell you about Jesus right now. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 to 16 tells us, Seeing then that we have a high, great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. This is, as we meditate on something like this, this is what the sound mind clings on to and starts to manifest in our life. Then we're open to what God has for us. This is the most incredible and exciting news because Jesus is the same right now today as he was when he walked on this earth. He wants to heal. He wants to do it. Right now, he wants you to come to his throne to find the help that you need in your time of trouble. Let's have a look at a couple of examples in the Bible. Matthew 9, verse 19 to 22. So Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. This was the centurion who asked them to come to his house. And suddenly, as they were going, a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. For she said to herself, If I may only touch his garment, I shall be made well. That was her sound mind. Her body was not sound at all, but her mind was sound. Her mind said to her, just touch the hem of his garment and you will be well. And so that's what she set out to do. And Jesus turned around and when he saw her, he said, 
Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. And this is the key and the clue that we need for right now. It's our faith that is going to take us forward. It is the faith that comes from the sound mind. We can't have faith if our mind is not sound. So that's why God has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind so that we can have faith. In Matthew 9, 27 to 30, it says, When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out, saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened. You see, when we have that sound mind, focused on what the Word of God says, on who Jesus is, on what he has done for us, what he says in his word is ours. Faith arises and faith is always answered by the Lord because it's faith that draws from the supernatural spiritual realm that which is needed in the natural realm. Faith is that receiver. But faith can really only work fully when we have a sound mind. Faith is really simply believing what God says is absolute truth and can be received by anyone. Anyone. Do you realize that? Just believe what God says he has done for you and he wants to do for you. And you can receive. You know, with healing, so often when people get healed, that's what brings them to Jesus. Because the miracle has happened in their life, and it's happened in the name of Jesus. So anybody can receive as long as they can believe. So let's open our hearts. Let's pray for people. doesn't matter who they are. If anybody needs healing, let's pray for them. We need to always walk in the truth of a sound mind, never tossed about by fear, because that's going to get us into doubt. So that spirit of fear, we take authority over it. We take it captive. We take every thought that comes out of fear, we take it captive unto the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So when fear comes up and when we do that, we always come back to faith in the truth of God's word, his powerful healing word. And I want to just encourage you as well. We have this CD it's called Besides Rivers, Beside Rivers of Living Water. And it's a CD full of healing scriptures. And so if you don't have it or you would like it, we ask you to get hold of us. Get hold of us on our website. Get it um, from our church. Um, send us an email so that we can um, get this to you. It's not very expensive at all. just costs 40 rand. But it is something that you can sit under and let the, the truth of God's word wash over you so that faith can arise. Going forward, we need to walk and demonstrate God's goodness. Then we have a testimony that others will see 
and begin to seek God for themselves because they see the truth of God's word working in your life. And I want you to um, open your heart to the Lord right now. I want to pray for you so that you will stand strong in the Lord, learn to stand in His love and His power and His sound mind and receive all that God has for you and for others around you. So if you are um, sick, if you have something that needs healing, I want you to place your hand on that part of your body and we are going to pray right now for the healing power of Jesus Christ to be made manifest in your life so that you can receive all that He has for you. Remember, it's a spirit of power. It's a spirit of love and it's a spirit of a sound mind that God has given you. And as you meditate on that, more and more will you stand strong and be able to receive everything that God has for you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you that you are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals us. I thank you, Jesus, that it's by your stripes we are healed. And I lift up everybody today um, who is praying, who is seeking you, who needs healing, Lord, who has their hand on a part of their body where they need healing. And I thank you right now, Lord, that you would send your word and you would heal them, Lord. Because, Father, your word is health and healing to our flesh. It is marrow to our bones. It is amazing, Lord. And so I just thank you, Lord, that your healing power begins to manifest in people's homes, in their bodies. Lord, I thank you that healing power is made um, available to each one. I thank you, Lord, that legs are being healed right now. Stomachs are being healed right now. Headaches are being healed right now. I thank you, Lord, that your power can do and will do the impossible. And so, Lord, we even ask you for those who've had a, a really bad report, who are in hospital fighting for their lives. Lord, we speak the name of Jesus over them. We say by the stripes of Jesus, healing, go, go into their bodies and heal, be healed in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that ICUs, hospital beds, home beds, wherever the people are, you can touch and you can heal because your love for us is so great. And so, Lord, right now, I just thank you, Father, for your amazing power coming upon them, the great healing power of God manifesting into lives right across the sound of my voice and across wherever this broadcast goes in the mighty name of Jesus. I also want to encourage you, when you get the healing, send us a testimony, send us a praise report that this is what happened when the name of Jesus was prayed over my life. We love to hear from you and rejoice with you as you receive from God. So bless you. Bless you as you move forward, remembering that God's power can do more than you could ever imagine. And He wants to manifest that to you in Jesus' mighty name. Let's remember the truth of God's Word and receive the healing 
whenever we need it. Amen. Amen. Now I just want to speak to any of you who are listening now and think, you know, I really haven't given my life to the Lord. I know about Jesus. I even go to church. Maybe I haven't been to church. But I don't really know Him. But this Jesus who has provided so much for me, I want to know Him. He wants you to become His child. He wants you to give your life to Him so that He can take control, so that He can come in and fill you with His Spirit of love, power, and a sound mind, and so much more. He wants to take you out of the kingdom of darkness and put you in the kingdom of light. That is why Jesus came. That is why He died on the cross, so that you might know eternal life. And so for those of you who are wanting to give your lives to the Lord today, there's a button that you can click, raise your hand, fill it out. We'd love to walk a journey with you. But right now, let us pray first. I want you to open your heart and just tell God that you are ready. You want to give your life to Him. You want Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Will you pray? Pray this after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus, for Him dying on the cross for me, for Him rising to life again, that I might be free of all sin and that I might experience eternal life, that I might become your child. So Lord, I give you my life and I ask you right now, to make me your child. Come in, live in me, make me yours in Jesus' name. Bless you as you do that. And let's just go forward and let the Lord do exactly what He wants to do in your life going forward. Amen.